hopes and fears. Tune in daily, don't miss a single show. Sign up for the newsletter, let us help you grow. Taking risks, making moves, seeking success. Together we'll conquer, no room for any less. Listen now. Good morning. It's Friday, October 27th. Um, yeah, it's Friday. I'm not going to sing the, the, the like they always do on CNBC, um, but it is Friday. Um, it is core CPE. Um, it was down. Uh, in fact, I want to I want to look at that later. So I'll just look at the article that I have. Here's core CPE rises 3.7% year over year. It's cooling. So what does that mean? That's good news for the market. Uh, the market did go up on this news. Didn't go down. It went up. Um, right now, we're sitting at about a 0.4% uh, gain on the uh, S&P. It's at 414. And if, if you're not signed up for the newsletter, you probably should sign up for the newsletter. I posted this. Um, there's no confirmation on SPY, so be careful when adding. And, and that was in yesterday's uh, newsletter. Uh, I, I basically said, hey, this is SPY. Uh, and, and I posted this too, uh, this particular one. This is SQQQQ, the, the short on the, the, the NASDAQ. You can see with the algorithm, and we'll go back over to TrendSpider and look at it, but it's up 18.4% uh, as of yesterday. Let's take a look at it right now. We'll go over to SQQQQ. But Sometimes I put those in the newsletter, and I don't always go over them on the podcast. So that's why you should be subscribed, uh, and I'll go over something that I put on Twitter that I didn't put anywhere else. So I, I do think you should be – I'm scatterbrained. I'm not an organized person. I am all over the freaking place. So if, if you can catch me on the left side of the room, maybe in two seconds I'm on the right side of the room. So that's why I say go to uh, Linktree. Because this is the central location for everything. You got Facebook, you got uh, X or uh, Twitter, whichever one, you know, Voss, Vase, Tomato, Tomato, whichever one tickles your fancy. You have Instagram, you have YouTube. I'm not on Twitch a lot, but I put Twitch up there. Uh, you have Spotify, you have Apple Podcasts, you have money. If you want to uh, send me a tip, you can tip me. You have my email, you have TrendSpider, you have everything that you need. You have the podcast, you have Savvy Trader. Uh, and, and we'll go over this in a little bit. Uh, if you subscribed to my trading pla- uh, portfolio on Savvy Trader, you got news yesterday that I made quite a move. Uh, I bought, I put in here that it was about uh, $11,000 worth of Amazon that I bought. Um, it's still pending because it doesn't allow after hours. I bought it at about $120. Uh, it's going to come in at $126. I bought even more. I went in for about 20K yesterday. Um, I, I bought more as they started talking about AI. But if you're subscribed, you got an email yesterday. Uh, and maybe you wanted to buy it. And um, I think you got an email. Maybe you didn't get an email. Maybe you get an email this morning. But it was after hours. But if you went there and checked, you could see. I wasn't live on anything. I wasn't going to get anywhere. You know, I just did it. But, you know, the, the newsletter does include Spotify and, and YouTube. Uh, it includes all the pod notes with all of the charts that I go over. So the newsletter is kind of, if you listen, not everybody's got a chance 
to uh to to go in and do a um a, a uh, you know listen to an hour long podcast of a dude who's just kind of ranting, uh, who's angry. And you know how I know that I'm angry? I'm now including clips of me doing crap. So you know he, here's the clip of me from yesterday. Um, and, and you'll see. This is just somebody asking me about CVS. CVS is losing money on their receipts alone. Have you have you looked at the receipts that come out of CVS if you want it printed? There is nothing more annoying, by the way, to me than going to like a CVS pharmacy or a Walgreens pharmacy or anything. You walk up there and tech kind of, you know, looks at you and goes, uh, you say, what's your birthday? And you say, yeah, August 10th, 1970. And boom. Yeah. Oh, you're here for the gonorrhea. Yeah, they scream it out. <laughs> oh, chlamydia, chlamydia medication aisle one. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm not a big believer in CVS. Uh, Walt, so that was a short. Uh, I want to go over too because I think it was Scott or somebody kind of commented that the um, the the video yesterday was grainy. Um, is uh, here's the, here's the way this works. If you get a a live, I, I include the same uh, uh, cover art. On all of my lives. So you can see I'm live right now. The cover art is right there. If you just go to uh, YouTube.com at Daily Stock Pick, uh, you'll see I have all the videos right here. What I do is I take the recording and I upload it afterwards. It typically takes a little while. Uh, they are four or five gig files. And, and that's why I like having AT&T gig fiber service at my house. But I upload it, I do a thumbnail, uh, and I do the podcast at the same time to um, to Spotify, and I do the newsletter. So usually by about 12.30 or so, the video is up there. If you want to watch it, there's a playlist, Daily Podcast Recordings. If you want to watch the shorts of all these things, you can uh, hear me yell about M&Ms right now. I'm going to try and do one short a day. Uh, I, I just learned yesterday how to use CapCut. So, uh Yeah. Uh, this is the way that the, the YouTube is set up, the, the YouTube channel is set up. If you go into it and you get an alert, like say you're just scrolling YouTube and you see the all of the live stuff um, and, and you see this, uh, but it's like 8 o'clock at night. Well, don't watch the live unless you want to hear me rant about stuff. These are typically like an hour and a half, two hours long. What you probably should just do is go over to the podcast over here, daily podcast recordings. You can put them right. You can put play them all right in a row, uh, or you can just go over here to the front page and look at the videos because the most recent ones going to be. You know, listen, my old videos not great. I mean, you can watch them, but it's irrelevant. We're a stock market channel for for Christ's sake. Yeah. So daily stock pick podcast recordings. There's a there's a playlist right there. The past live streams. If you want to watch the past live streams, you can do that. I do have one-minute stock analysis ones that I do every now and then, but it's not a lot. So if you just go to the homepage on YouTube, you can see it. That's the way YouTube is set up. Um, that's the way it's – here's SQQQ from yesterday, by the way. You can see. We still have a red candle uh, from yesterday. So far, you're down 2%. You're at 22, uh, 22.52, so you're up in this area. You're still up. You know, still have confirmation. We're still not in an upward trend. We're still not seeing. I, I'd still be super, super cam, uh, careful uh, ab about buying anything. But you know what I'm not careful about? Amazon. And you know why I'm not careful about Amazon? Look at this. So here, this was posted on Twitter. And this is why I say follow me everywhere. Jason Krusky. Just a, a, a actual Nostradamus. And I told him this. 
You are Nostradamus. He commented last night. How about that 117 level? Let's go over and look. Let's look at Amazon in the after hours um, because it's right now 921. So let's look at it on a five-minute chart. Display extended hours. And we're going to go in there and we're going to look at a five-minute chart. I'll change it over to five minutes because I want you to see this 117. Um, This, I say it was hard to justify it. But yesterday, as you're looking at this, this was the, the price action yesterday as they announced. It got all the way up to 126. Then you want to kind of drop down to 119. Then you kind of drop down here. You know what price he got to? This is the lowest 118.26. The lowest 118.65. I'm sorry, the lowest 118.60. This one right here, 117.99. Jason. You're a freaking genius. $117.99. If you go to my Twitter, I will include this in the newsletter, a link to it. But if you just go to my Twitter right now, you can see this. $117 level before earnings. Look out below. Yeah, look out below. Then all of a sudden we say AI, boom, we're off to the races. Pre-market, you're at $125. My goal on this one, and I was saying it before uh, I got on before I started recording. My goal on this one, yeah, I did add about $20,000 worth of this yesterday. My goal is about 140. So at 140, I'll probably take some profits on some older shares, but I want to set up this base at about 120 uh, and I want it for for long term. I just want to set up a base for a long term. This was oversold. They're they're hyping up uh, AI again, 100%. Um, if you want to see more about Amazon, I'll include some, uh, some links, um, for, for seeking alpha so you can read about it. Uh, another one that beat Intel. I mean, we can look at Intel, but here's PC turnaround, not going unnoticed by wall street. I think it was up like 6% or something, maybe 8%. It is up 7% in pre-market. It's at one, uh, 34.83. Remember how I said this one was a $30 stock and buy it under 30? Never got under 30. And, and I was looking at it yesterday. I'm like, which one should I buy? Should I buy Amazon or should I buy Intel? I believe in the uh, Amazon turnaround much more than I believe in the um, in Intel turnaround. The Amazon turnaround, I think, is much better. This is the weekly of Intel. And you can see if Pat Gelsinger gets his his stuff right, this is easily you're going to have some resistance at 45. But look at this weekly. I mean, it's it's constantly just going up. So right now you're at 34. I think it could be a forty dollar stock if we get some some positive news and 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 the the Fed doesn't change and and they continue to hype this stock. The PE on this one is not crazy. Uh, they announced that they have uh, AI computer stuff so going on. You can read more about it. Um, but I, I, I do like this one. I like this one a lot. Uh, Exxon had their earnings, and we talk about this all the time. Uh, Exxon, they they missed, but they raised the dividend. And you know what happened? Uh, they, they went up. Let's look at Exxon. It's in the core portfolio. It's down at the bottom here. It's up 0.46. They're at 108. Chevron and Exxon missed. Both of them missed. Uh, on earnings. Both of them got hit a little bit, not too hard. I mean, look at this. This the downward trajectory is is from when uh Chevron reported, I think it was maybe the 24th. So you're seeing the downward trajectory. The CEO of Exxon got on on air and said, "Hey, um, you know, it it's just it, it's a situation where um uh where uh our our price our 
our uh, actual profits will go up and down based on the price of oil. They're doing more with less. So, yeah. I, I like this one. Uh, like I said, I, I own this one. I own PXD. We talked about it. Christian had the perfect play on PXD. Um, he said, yeah, but he believed that the price, I think, was about 253 or so. It hit 257 That's where I thought the price was. This is October 19th. 257 100% should have been the play. 257 I wanted to wait for earnings. I wanted to wait for a special dividend. I'm not sure that's actually going to come around. Uh, I think we're looking at maybe about 240 at being a bottom. I don't know that I'd necessarily get into it, but if you want to get into it, you can get Exxon shares because this is going to happen, I think, in January or February. They're they're expecting the transaction to actually happen. So I, I like that one a lot. Um, yeah, we can talk about the big news of the morning. Here's the biggest movers. Um, and it's an article that just goes over Intel. Uh, shares surged 8%. Amazon shares surged 5%. Shares of Dexcom. Dexcom jumped more than 16% after medical device maker reported better than expected Q3 earnings. I have gone over this one. This was unexpected by the me. Uh, I expected not better than expected earnings. I expected some news uh, about bad stuff happening. This is 93. Uh, the 50-day is starting to look positive. I think anything close to $100 is a good price under uh, anything close to 100 is a good price here. $100, they're at 93. I think they're going back to 100. I think that 50 day, uh, that, that the, the 50 day, we soared right through it with the earnings today. So uh, the, the algorithm got you out when you bought in at 181, but don't listen to the algorithm. Don't have bots doing this. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I like, I like that article. I, I saw that last night. I was like, holy crap, that's crazy. Um, more pain for the, uh, the solar end phase, and I didn't, don't have an article on this one. I can look it up on Seeking Alpha. But end phase reported weaker than uh, expected earnings. Let's see. Let's type in end phase here into uh, Seeking Alpha because that there's going to be news on this one. I'm sure there. Uh, yeah, uh, biggest stock movers. Oh, it wasn't the same article. It's actually in the same exact article down at the bottom. Uh, end phase slumped as much as 20% after posting mixed Q3 earnings and a downbeat outlook. The company expects Q4 revenues 300 to 350 million, far below the 579 million analyst consensus expected, which includes shipment of 80 to 100 uh, megawatt IQ batteries, non-gap gross margins, blah, blah, blah. End phase, we got out of solar. Don't stay in solar. Get the hell out of solar. It's clear it's down 15% right now. There's no reason to think that this one's coming back up. Uh, I'm going to move this over. We're going we're gonna to look at a, a social comment. Fatima Ben Sharif. I like your show. I'm a daily listener. My strategy is following. I sell the stocks that you recommend as a buy in your show. Meta, Apple, Amazon, Sedge, etc. The only way down near term is down. Listen, I don't care. I, I Thank you. First, thank you for listening. I, I think it's great that you listen. Uh, I hope that you've learned something from this because if you've learned uh, not to listen to me, the only thing I have to say to Fatima, I don't work. I sit here and do a freaking podcast, so I'm doing something right. Um, but if you want to just listen to me and do the inverse, you are completely welcome to do that because uh, my football bets, yeah, most of my friends will say I am the mush. The reason I got out of football betting is because absolutely every time I would put a bet in, I would post it on Facebook. And these are back in the days when Facebook was cool. 
uh, and I don't know if it was ever cool, but I'd put it on Facebook. My friends would bet the opposite. And my friends won a ton of money. So if you want to be uh, the, the one that says I'm the mush, perfectly fine. I don't have any problem with that. You know what you can do, though? Uh, if you're making money on the inverse, go over here and hit this dollar sign. Because you should tip me. Because I'm giving you tips. I'm, get, I'm making you money. If you're doing the inverse, I'm making you money. Sometimes I'm right. Sometimes I'm wrong. Uh, I, I, I know how to size my bets on this stuff. That's why $20,000, I think it's a big deal for me to invest in Amazon at, 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 at that price. It's expensive. I mean, let's not, let, let's be clear. I am not telling people you should absolutely 100% go out there and buy, you know, YOLO on Amazon. $20,000 to me is a decent size chunk. It, it's not something that's crazy. Uh, it is my sizing. Um, that is a, a bet for the future. And like I said, this is to get a good amount at 120. Uh, right now, my average purchase on Amazon, somewhere near about, I think, $30, $40. That's my average uh, purchase price on Amazon. We'll go over a long-term chart so we can look at it. But understand the PE on Amazon is 95. The forward PE is 35. The average target price, 173. You're trading at 119. 119. Uh, the most recent Seaport research, buy at 145. That's why I said I bought a bunch at 120, hoping that it gets to 140. I'm just going to play it. Uh, Stifle initiated, and some of my Amazon, by the way, is in my retirement account, so I can play it a little bit better. The 20000 that I bought yesterday, the reason I put it in uh, into Savvy Trader, it is a post-tax brokerage account, so it is a taxable event when I actually sell that. Um, but look at that. Yeah, 173. Let's look at the long term of Amazon. And this is why I say I like the, the chart on Amazon. As long as Andy Jassy tells me that his uh, that, that AI spending with Amazon Cloud is faster than they expect, I completely expect if you get to 170, that's a nice 30% move. I'll take that. I'll take that any time of the day. Look at the weakness that you're seeing. Uh, it, it Again, this t the target is 170 that they said. I'm going to remove all this text. Uh, we're going to remove this. We're gonna, I'll leave that in there. But I said yesterday, it, it's a risk. This was like gambling. This is 100% just me taking a, a, a qualified risk on Amazon. Do I think it's going to go up? I absolutely do. Uh, do I know that? No. The 50-day moving up, change direction over the, this this capitulation right here over the first part of this year, it changed direction. So 50-day is moving back up. It was moving down all last year. You had the death cross back here in November 2022. Last year, it was all down. Then you get to this year and it kind of just moved a little bit that way. It's expensive. I don't want to tell you to, to absolutely go in there. But if you want to do the inverse, go ahead and do the inverse. You know what? Let's look up. Uh, Amazon uh, inverse stock uh, ETF. Let's look at that. There are ones. Yeah. AMZU, AMZD. Let's look at AMZD. Let's see how much, uh, you know, did you put 20K into AMZ, to AMZD? Because today you're down 5%. I just don't understand the betting on this one. The algorithm got you in at 20.53. Good move. You're at 21.09. You got all the way up here to 22. So you got a 10% in AMZD. Nice move. 
It's one time a bear levered. You could short it using that. Um, but again, Fatima, I, no hate here. No hate. This is uh, just me kind of saying, hey, if you make money, I'm happy. Uh, the goal of the podcast is really to teach you guys. It's not to give you stuff. Yeah, it's, it's titled Daily Stock Pick. I give you ideas. I go over the fundamentals. I go over the charting. There's, it's a mix between fundamental and, and technical trading. Um, so I, I hope that you're making money. I hope that you bet on the downside of Meta. I hope that you bet on the downside of Apple. I hope that you bet on the downside of Sedge. I hope that you bet on the downside of Amazon. Uh, and I hope that you got out in time. Uh, I hope that you're trading effectively. I really do. And even if you don't tip me, I just hope you guys make money. Honest to God, I'm an angry old dude who yells at, you know, uh, yells about M&Ms and CVS in the shorts, but I'm not an angry old dude. I'm a pretty freaking happy old dude. So let's go over some scans um, because again, it's Friday. We, we got some good news. Uh, hopefully the markets hold up. Exxon has turned negative. I think there's a lot that's going to turn negative. There's just not a lot of positivity in this market. Uh, it, it's difficult. And like I said, and, and we can go to SPY before I go over. I'll just reiterate it. Um, th- this note right here, still no confirmation on SPY. So be careful. Adding to long-term bets is not a bad thing, but you have no confirmation. So you can't assume that you will be going up. If we look at SPY and we look at, let's just go back to a quarterly because I want to show you what could happen in this. Quarterly, you're way up. You're way up. But if this is the, what the 90s were, look at the 90s on quarterly. And then you got to 2000 and, and, and everybody was screaming the valuation's too high. Well, over the next uh, two years, you slid down. You went from 140. You lost almost 50% in two years. So that's called the dot bomb period. Then you went up and it took you until 2007 to actually get even close back to your money. So if I'm buying Amazon and I'm buying Apple at these prices and they are overvalued, I don't think that they are. Uh, I think they put off a tremendous amount of cash. But if we are going into a recession and things are happening like they were in 2000 or 2007, if we have a housing crisis again, this could get really bad because you in, in 2008, you went from 140 and you went down to about 70. Again, you lost 50%. Here's two years where you lost 50% and it took you five years to gain it all back. A- and then within one year, you lost 50% again. But in that one year, you went up. And then here's, here's COVID, Q1 2020, COVID 20%, 20% down. That's when I developed this algorithm. And the algorithm is supposed to protect you against the downside. Doesn't always, but if we look at something like Apple, um, should I have been out on Apple? I trimmed. I trimmed around this area, uh, around 190. I think it, so. It must have been here, September. I trimmed. I, I just said, you know, I'm going. It wasn't a lot. It was just enough. Apple's my core position. Uh, Amazon o- over the long term. Have I trimmed some? Not a ton. I trend here in September. I know I sold a little bit at 140. I thought 140 was a good price, and like I said, the 120 I'm going to 140. So you got to make you, you got to make your decisions. Um, it, it's not about hey, rule number one: don't listen to a douche on the internet. Don't listen to me. 
You know, understand what you're actually putting your money into. That's the goal of the podcast. So Fatima, high five if that's the if your goal is to just listen to my stuff and do the opposite and not understand. I, I think you understand because the, la- the, the last line says, the only way is down near term. And there are plenty of bears on the street who say that. I just believe that the, 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 this is an opportunity to start buying, I think, the big money is trying to take us down so that they have another buying opportunity. So from this point until the end of the year, maybe uh, Powell raises in December. He's not going to raise in November. He's not going to raise in November. Higher for longer. uh, if, If we stay and we don't reduce, you're still getting the earnings that justify those multiples. Amazon still getting the the earnings growth that justifies those multiples. Microsoft getting those earnings that justifies that multiple. Meta getting the earnings that justifies the multiple. Uh, Netflix getting the earnings that justifies that multiple. We'll see about Nvidia. We'll see about Apple. They're both reporting later. But those the the grade eight Tesla and Tesla's a beast of its own. I mean, I just don't like. When, when a, you know, the new product that's coming out and, and the CEO says, yeah, uh, we wrote, dug our own grave with the Cybertruck, that scares me. That scares me with the price point that they're going to put out on the Cybertruck. Um, I, I'm not sure if I'm going to buy one. I have my reservation. The plan was to trade in my Model 3 and get a Cybertruck. I'm just not sure that's the, the, the continued plan um, because the Model 3 is actually holding up really, really well. But let's talk about some scans because, again, I went on a rant. Uh, first one is Pfizer. I got, I haven't gotten out of Pfizer. The only reason this is in there is because it is in the Dow. Uh, I think it's in the, the S&P as well. Um, but Pfizer, I wouldn't get into this one. I, I mean, this is just a nightmare of a stock. Uh, I think you could see a slight COVID bounce, but I think you're seeing just their drug. Um, you know, the, the, the way they've run this company, it, it's shameful. I mean, look at look at this this slide from 52 in December 2022. It's just shameful what the, what this guy has done. Ben Sell, if you go over here, if we just look at uh, PFE, um, you can see he would this this dude was selling um, a, a ton of stock. Uh, well, I don't see it now, but I think through the pandemic at the highs, he was selling a ton of stock. Um, oh, look, Gottlieb sold in May at 38. Hmm. What's it trading at now? Uh, it's trading at 31. Gottlieb made some money. Smart move by Gottlieb. But that's one. Another one that I want to bring up is Boyle. Boyle is, uh, uh, Boyle is up 1.7% today. Uh, we went over KOLD, how it had the thing. You just had a 13%, 11% gain here in Boyle from 53. I think you're going to 70. So I think at 66, you probably have a little bit, you know, 4 or 5% that you could get to. Uh, I think it's clear that that this gap right here up to 74 wants to be filled, hasn't been filled. So I, I, I think that gap right there is probably the top bet that you can you can bet on. But uh, again, if you want to follow uh, natural gas, know what you're, you're investing in. This is uh, basically the futures. Natural gas is up 2.5%. Boil is just up 067 uh, I think if you buy it here at 65, I think your floor should be 60. I, I think you lose 10% on this and you get out and you try and buy it later. But Boyle is one. Arch, which is coal. Arch has a cross up. This is part of our energy names that we trade. Uh, 
Do I think he should get in? I'm just not a big Arch fan. Uh, I think it's, you know, they had their earnings. The catalyst is gone. I think it's fine. But I'm just not a big Arch fan. They have a good dividend, though. Uh, Now into the Dow. Travelers, I think, was the only Dow stock that actually came up. Uh, 165.18, this is insurance. This has been a sliding scale. I think it's still uh, fairly expensive. You're above the 200-day. I think if you hit the 200-day at 153, I think Travelers is probably a buy at 153. But insurance is just one of those things. If you're gonna thinking of buying insurance companies, what I would buy is BRKB. I would just buy Berkshire if you're thinking about buying insurance because this is a uh, this is a beaten down stock at 336. I think Berkshire is probably the the good buy. And, and again, Berkshire has a buy here on the algorithm at 336.93. It's at 333 right now. If we look at a weekly uh, on Berkshire, you can see it hasn't even touched the 50 day. I mean, every time it touches that 50-day, it typically goes a little bit below it and then goes up. This is a weekly chart. I mean, the only time it dipped below that that 200-day was COVID. And so the 50-day has been what it's held, it held on to. So I think if you're going to buy insurance, I think that's where you go instead of buying an insurance company. O-O-O-O-Riley. Uh, and that's not my stutter. That's O-O-O-O-Riley. Um, right here, 921. I mean... If you want auto parts, it's not a bad play. They had their earnings. Uh, they they've they created an earnings gap. It was down here at eight seventy five, jumped to nine twenty five. It's kind of it's up there. An energy company that that is in the X and P one hundred XEL XL Energy. This looks like it's beaten down. I know nothing about this, but it has a secondary cross up here. So this this move from fifty seven to fifty nine has been bullish. Um, right now you're down 0.35. That 200 day is providing, and I talk about this all the time, that 200 day at 60 is providing a resistance level. And you can see that it's been trying to get over that 200 day. Hasn't. Each time it gets up there, it hasn't. So Fatima, if you want to short this one, go ahead and short it. I think this would be the opportunity for you to short. Buy a put on XEL because I do think that that one's a uh, one that provides good resistance. So here is uh, Schwab, Schwab 51.44. We're trading at $50.93. I'd be a little bit careful of this one. You do have confirmation above the nine day, but I'd be slightly careful. Banks and and Schwab in particular, I think it's a little bit uh, too soon to see what the uh, TD Ameritrade uh, deal is doing with them. Uh, I think they've gotten a, a tremendous uh, increase in technology. I mean, you look at the commercials that Schwab is coming out with, it's all about think or swim. So I, I like this one. Um, and, and again, I, I, I said when you got up to 60, I said you should probably sell. Uh, I don't hold this one anymore. I think I've sold out at, at, at like, um, I think I got in at 57. I think I sold at 62. I just didn't want to hold this one. I like Bank of America better. I think Bank of America has more opportunities than Schwab. I just think that that Bank of America is kind of the same thing. Just financials are the, are the same exact thing. I think it's just a little bit difficult. Uh, and the last financial from the S&P 100 is Bank of New York. We talk about this one all the time. This is in a trading range here between $40 and probably $45. $41.92. If you think financials are going to go up and you want uh, you know a nice 10% move, Bank of New York might be one that you want to look at. The regional banks are still not out of uh, 100% out of uh, the the danger zone. 
So I think you want to look at that one. Uh, we're looking at Boeing. Uh, I'm looking at the core portfolio just before I kind of I, I go. Boeing 181. I think you know if you can get this under 180, I think it's fantastic. I think under 200. Uh, that's your play on that one. Looking at Amazon up at 128. Apple's up slightly. Bank of America down almost two percent. Banks just can't can't get anything. Uh, Costco holding on to 547. Disney under 80. Um, I think D- Disney's just got more issues. Their their earnings are coming up November eighth. Um, I I just I, I don't want to get into Disney. I'm holding Disney at about a hundred dollars. I think, uh, but I don't want to add more to it. Uh, Devon Energy down one point eight percent. I just don't know what's going to move this stock up. They have uh, earnings coming out on November seventh. I think you could see a big move on that one. Uh, I like this one. Google at 122, I am going to add at least $20,000 to Google. Uh, I think this one's just overdone. I'm waiting for confirmation. I'm waiting for it to, to capitulate a little. At no point in time do I think Google is going to jump from 122 up to 130, 140 without me noticing. I, I think it's gone far enough down. I think I want to see it put in some support. That's where I want to see. Goldman Sachs, we go over the book value of Goldman Sachs all the time. The book value is like 310. Let's just go over here. Finviz. If you want to know the book value of a bank, go over to Finviz. And in the left-hand column, there's book book per share, $310. So the book value is $310. Goldman Sachs is trading at 296. A- again, broken financials. That's the problem. You want Eli Lilly? Uh, Eli Lilly with the, the weight loss drug. Uh, we talked about GLP-1. Um, I, I like the weight loss drugs. I like Amgen a little bit better, uh, but that one. Meta. Uh, Meta went down to 270 yesterday. Did you pick some up? Because it's back almost over 300. It's up 3% today. Uh, Microsoft, up again. I think you're looking at a $340 stock. It's at 332 Netflix, still holding my Netflix. I think my average price is about 405 right now. Uh, NVIDIA, it dipped under 400 yesterday. It dipped under 400. It went to, well, 405 uh, was that one, 402 cents. So it, it's playing with that $400. They don't have earnings until later in November. So you're not really seeing anything. Uh, Occidental Petroleum, Warren Buffett bought a shit ton more. Uh, I like that one. Palantir, $15.24. Their earnings are coming out next week. I like this one. I I think that one's a solid one. Uh, Roblox is up another 3%. Just don't be greedy. This one's capitulating here around $31, $32. If you bought in at $27, don't be greedy. You can always buy in when it dips under $30 again. The problem is that you've got this positive moving uh, 50-day. And that 200 days moving, still moving down. You might have a golden cross coming up here. Shopify at 46. God, this one just won't go up. Their earnings are next week. Uh, I want to look at some positive news on this one. Uh, SMCI, still like that gap to 350. Still like it. Uh, that that 50 day is just hovering around that 200 day. Uber, I'm going to buy more. If this one dips under 40, I like it. Uh, it seems to be using the 200 day as support. We've lost all that support. Wait until you have confirmation to add to your Uber position. Uh, United Health, 525. I said buy it under, 200, uh, under 500. It's fine. Uh, VOO, we talked about. XLY, this is basically Tesla and Amazon. This one's only up 1.9%, but I hold a ton of this uh, for Tesla and Amazon. Uh, and Exxon is down a little bit. Okay, there you go. That's the podcast. I will have a paid newsletter this weekend, I promise. I think I missed it last week. Um, 
but I will have a paid newsletter this week. If you want, again, I went over Instagram. Uh, I will put this in the newsletter, just the link tree. This is how you support the podcast. Uh, you know, if you want to get Trendspider, I will have that $250 offer from Trendspider. I just haven't heard back from them. Uh, but they said they promised that I'll have it again um, just before Black Friday. It w- The Black Friday deal will not be the $250 deal. It will probably be around $300 or so. Uh, but if you want the best deal, that's the $250. I'll wait until that one is uh, actually done for me. Um, seeking Alpha, $50 off. It's 189 bucks per month. I'm sorry, $189 per year, not per month. Uh, completely worth it in my mind. But there's a ton of Seeking Alpha for free. If you want to just test out what's for free, uh, click here, sign up. You don't have to pay. Just get the free version. Uh, Weeble, if you have a, you know, if you like desktop software and you want to um, uh, try desktop software, get Weeble. Weeble's just got a great desktop software for free. I do like um, uh, Active Trader Pro for Fidelity, and I do use it. It's just it doesn't work great on Mac. I think it works much better on PC. If you want to subscribe to the newsletter right there, if you are paying anything more than a $20, $25 a month uh, for your phone service, visible right here, and you get $20 off your first month. If you use that link, it's $20 off for your first month, and you can get uh, – I'm on the $25 a month plan. I mean, your boy's cheap. Your boy, you know, there's a reason I want to monetize the podcast. It's because your boy doesn't make money. Your boy trades. So I, I need to monetize. And, and, and for every anybody that has feedback on the ads on uh, Spotify, provide me feedback. Just comment down below uh, when you're listening uh, or send me a message. Put it on Facebook. Put it on Twitter. It, just let me know your feedback on the ads. Is it too much? I have them putting in auto ads, so I don't choose it anymore. I used to just put one at the beginning and then one at the end, but I have them choosing. My my actual revenue is going up. So I, if you're annoyed by it, let me know. I may switch back. I mean, the dollar amount is not life changing, but it has gone. It's almost doubled to be honest with their smart ad plan. So I, I would I would urge you, support the podcast here, then I can put one, one ad back instead of you know doing a bunch. Uh, if you have AT&T, uh, fiber at your house, I have one gig service and, and I love it. I love upgrading there. Uh, I love, well, I, I like my house. Trust me, I travel and, and I don't get as good service as I get my house. And, and I only pay, I think it's only 70 bucks a month I pay for my one gig service. So it's pretty good. I I mean, you know, and I get HBO Max for free. I think there's always offers on there for it. Um, Plus you get a bill credit and I get a bill credit. I think it's like 50 bucks off for your first month if you use that link. Um, If you're buying a Tesla, you get $500 off in three months uh, self-driving. If you're thinking of buying the the Cybertruck, just click on that link. Um, Savvy Trader, I will tell you, Savvy Trader, I think you should follow me on Savvy Trader. It's completely free. Most of the stuff on that link tree is completely free. Um, The trading portfolio, like I said, uh, I do have, let's see, did it it actually go through? Let's see what what price it got. Um, Amazon, yeah, 126.32. So I bought it at 120, but Savvy Trader only buys it uh, when when the market is open. You can't do after hours. And we sold Sedge at 81.63. Let's see where Sedge is right now, because I have a feeling uh, I made out on this one. Uh, Let's see. Sedge is at 78. And what I sell it out at? 83, 81. So I actually saved some money. Was it? That wasn't a huge position. That wasn't a big one. Uh, I bought 20 shares of PXD. 
234. I bought it at 234. I put it in at two. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I've got a pretty good portfolio. I, I like this portfolio. It is down if we look at the year to date, um, year to date chart here. Uh, I'm down what? About 10, 11% on this one. So uh, I was up, but I'm down. Uh, the big loss was uh, Sedge, and that was a big, big loss. Shopify, uh, I'm down, let's see. We'll look. Shopify down 17%. Palantir, I'm up 6%. SMI, uh, SMCI, I'm uh, down 12%. So it ha- Ulta, just what a nightmare Ulta is. God, a, a solid company, but you know they're just losing. PayPal, still at 51. I'm still holding. It's a small position, a couple thousand dollars. Not, not too big for me. Uh, Netflix, I'm down seven percent. I haven't put in additional buys, but I ha- I did buy a couple of uh, a few shares more, so it's probably a little bit different. Uber, I haven't added to this one. I've been waiting for confirmation, but I'm down twelve percent. I'm going to dollar cost average that. So, uh, yeah, go to the link tree. There's a lot of fun stuff here, and if you want to tip me, you can do uh, uh, Venmo, PayPal, or Cash App. Okay, have a great weekend, you guys. I will talk to you Monday. The trading bell, my heart starts to pound. Daily stock day trading podcast in my ears, guiding me through my hopes and fears. Tune in daily, don't miss a single show. Sign up for the newsletter, let us help you grow. Taking risks, making moves, seeking success. Together we'll conquer, no room for any less. Every morning I wake up to the sound of the trading bell. My heart starts to pound. Daily stock day trading podcast. My hopes and fears.